0: Jersey, Judah, and yes, I'm back. Um, Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I told y'all I wouldn't have any sound effects for this episode. And what do you know? Um, I'm I'm not in my vehicle, but I am on break. I was trying to look for an aux cord. Cause if I had an aux cord man, or an AUX cord, I would be good, but, uh, doesn't look like I'm gonna be, uh, doesn't look like I'm gonna be good with that. Oh well. It is what it is. But hey, I'm still here. I don't plan on doing anything long, because, uh, you know, it's kind of weird, like, recording. No music, no nothing, like, hey, yeah. Uh, We're going to go a little bit further into this Vince McMahon thing. There's a couple of notes that I took. Um... Because I saw this video, and it was these guys. And it was like a couple of guys. They're like, I guess they're younger guys, I don't know. But they're like, you know, wrestling nerds and shit. And they're talking about Vince McMahon and, you know, the whole situation. And they mentioned a few things that I found pretty interesting. I needed some of this green tea. They mentioned a few things that were interesting. One of the things that they mentioned was the fact that if you paid attention to Stephanie McMahon at the time, she was kind of dodging Vince. So when he got back into position, she left. So I think that was that was a very good observation. Like because I was always wondering, like, yeah, you know, it's so a lot of separation going on between Stephanie McMahon and Vince McMahon. Something weird, you know. And also, before we get into the content, and before we get in, we get back into the Diddy, not the Diddy files, Jesus, the Vinnie Mac files. There's also like a um, you know the idea that Vince was actually cheating. Uh, regardless of his wife's cancer recovery, I mean, there's a lot of wild things. I mean, to add into this, uh, another funny thing. <clears throat> before we officially get started, before I open up this uh this lawsuit document, I was listening to uh, Jim Cornette today. Jim Cornette, as they call corny, right? You know, I was I was kind of... I wasn't shocked on the reaction of Jim Cornette. People that know Jim Cornette, he's been around... I mean, he's been in the business for a long time. Uh, he's been in the wrestling business for a long time. Um, and actually... You know, he was around pre, I think, pretty sure, like, pre-attitude era. Pretty sure. And, you know, it's weird to see the people that were close enough to Vince McMahon sort of back away silently from Vince McMahon. What I mean is, if you've been around Vince long enough, I mean, it's it, there's a chance, and, and I'm not saying that everybody knew what was going on, but... There could be a chance, right, that, you know, the guy that was around the person the most on a professional level knew nothing about him on a private, you know, personal level. I believe that. That being said, there was something weird about, you know, Jim Cornette's, you know, response. You know what I'm saying? And just like it was funny because I was talking about uh, Bruce Rivers. Shout out to Bruce Rivers. He was trying to compare Vince McMahon to Donald Trump. And sure enough, Jim Cornette, the bleeding, blue-blooded liberal himself, goes out on a tangent and goes, well, this is just like Trump. You know, You know, people think they can get away with everything. It's like, all right, dude. Chill the fuck out. You worked. That's like me. Like, Now, listen to what I'm about to tell y'all, right? How many bosses have you worked for that you don't like? How many of y'all? Like 99%, right? 99.99%. Okay, cool. If you worked for a boss and that boss ended up being a scumbag but you don't have a personal relationship with that boss, would that make you a scumbag? No, right? You would hope not. But Jim Cornette worked for Vince McMahon long enough. I mean, he learned a few tricks of the trade, right? I'm, I'm going to assume. I'm only going to assume. But what's weird is now that Vince is suspected of doing all this crazy weird shit, now everybody wants to, you know, remain silent. Like, hey, we don't we don't want to talk too much about this. We don't want to go too overboard now. Well, why? You know, your commander in chief, uh Vince McMahon is in some serious trouble. But it's like this weird it was a backpedaling from Jim Cornette. Shout out to Jim Cornette. I know he's trying to protect his reputation or whatever, but it was just weird to me because like I said, I'm not cool with any of my bosses. I never was cool with any of my bosses. I never will be cool with any of my bosses, especially on a personal level, right? And to go even deeper... Hold up. Sorry about that. To go even deeper... The job that I'm at now had like a a work party like they had a work party on a Sunday. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? I'm not going to that. I didn't go to the one last year. I didn't go to the one before. You know why? Because I like to keep my work relationships work related. I don't give a fuck about what you people do with your private life. You guys shouldn't give a fuck what I do in my private life. As long as I show up to work when I got to show up to work, everything's fine. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. All right? But I'm also not a piece of shit, right? Like, I'm also not trying to kiss everybody's ass. I don't want to deal with anybody. Professionally, when I when I go to work, I try to do what I got to do and get the fuck out. And it's like, When I come into work, like I don't, I don't, I don't have a reason to talk to many people, you know, not to be a jerk, but I just don't have a reason to talk to many people, especially middle-aged women. Like, dude, I don't really want to communicate with middle-aged women like that. I just don't. You see what I mean? It's like if you ever run into like one of your mother's friends and they try to talk to you for 20 minutes and it's like, well, what are you talking to me about? You know, my mother's home, right? Call her. Don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that's how I be feeling, bro. Like I, it, And I try to deal with it as best as I can. I'll have my headphones. I'll listen to music. I just try to get my work done and leave. That's it. But it's always something, man. Anyway, with that being said, let's open this shit up. Let's open up this document. I see people coming into this building. I chose my break wisely. Usual time, I was going to I was going to do this um later, but then I realized like, yeah, by the time it's 6:15, 6:20, all these people are going to be inside this building and I'm at the right place at the right time. So, Let me go turn off my Bluetooth, because I don't need that anymore. That's weird. I could play sound effects, but it will just sound shitty, and I don't want this to really sound shitty. It's already bad enough that I'm sick, but I'm getting through it, because I'm a big boy. Uh, And... We are back to the Vinnie Mac files. Might wanna go on twenty-nine. Um unlike the unlike the Diddy, the Diddy files, and the Diddy files, the case was so broken down, it was categorized. So I'm trying to go in Okay. In 2020, we're gonna start on F paragraph 121 uh, page 23 of 67 hey y'all can go to the um, to the vanity Fair y'all can go to the vanity Fair um, article that I went over on vanityfair.com allegations and you'll find the Vince McMahon allegations they have a link to this it's a PDF it's, it's it takes nothing to download anyway we're on F towards paragraph 1. Page 23 of 67. In 2020, McMahon voices concern about rumors. The publicity exploits her and Mrs. Grant's desperate attempt to leave WWE. All right. On January the 30th, 2020, WWE issued a press release announcing that the company's co presidents, George, Barrios Barrios, and Michelle Wilson were departing the company. It would no longer serve as its board of directors. A significant drop in WWE stock price followed. Um, The company announced the Frank Riddick, the Frank Riddick, the third, a new member of board of direction, uh, board of directors for more than 11 years would be in terms Chief financial officer and report directly to McMahon on February the 3rd, 2020. McMahon sent a message to Miss Grant advising her, oh, advising he had been informed by WWE corporate office, corporate officer number two, uh, that there were a lot of rumors circulating about McMahon and Miss Grant. All right. McMahon wanted Ms. Grant, McMahon warned Ms. Grant that rumors, quote, rumors quote were not good for either of them, end quote. Then, February the 10th, 2020, without any advance warning, Ms. Grant was terminally relocated to the XFL workforce. All right. So what we're seeing is, I don't know if this is, uh, I I believe this was around um, the suspicions that uh, Linda McMahon, his wife, had heard about the situation. So I think this is the result of that. Not 100% sure, but I'm sure we'll find out eventually, right? Okay. Uh, Miss Grant. Uh, Having been desperate to escape the feeling of being trapped in her existence at WWE, applied to remain with the XFL on March 6, 2020. She openly vocalized her desire to remain with XFL to colleagues, even referring to her state of WWE or state of work at WWE as, quote, nothingness, end quote, and she sought permission to make the change official with WWE employee number one and corporate officer number four before informing McMahon days after this, during which time she had finally told McMahon about her application to remain with XFL. Her request was denied, all right? You ain't going nowhere. She already gave up the buns. You know, Vince is a fucking... Vince is a freak, man. This nigga's shitting on bitches, man. The Dubai Porter Party, you know, we call this the McMahon Mudslide. Hit that bitch with the McMahon Mudslide, man. Shit it right on his, shit it right on the bitch's face, dude. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is retarded. Anyway, paragraph one twenty six. In the weeks that followed, despite McMahon's warning about rumors and direction to Miss Grant to quote play dumb," end quote. He began showing explicit photos. Here we go. Hold up. We're going to have problems with this shit again. I just know it. Huh? I just know it. Uh. Did I say 22 or 26? It wasn't 22. It wasn't 26. Okay, bet. Bet, 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 My bad. Um, he began showing explicit photos of Miss Grant to people both inside and outside the company. Um, on March 26, 2020, uh, McMahon sent a lengthy message to Miss Grant describing. In detail, the circumstances surrounding sharing explicit photographs of Miss Grant to former WWE referee remains as WWE referee uh, McMahon described how WWE referee left to masturbate and told Miss Grant she had a perfect stranger. She made a perfect stranger very happy. Wow! Uh, let me put my glasses on. I can barely see this shit. Here we go. Now I'm good. All right, Miss Grant initially dismissed this as mere fantasy talk, believing that McMahon would not actually do such a reckless thing. But when she voiced apprehension about McMahon sharing uh, naked photos of her with someone she did not know, McMahon's response was not to comfort her but to assure of WWE referees loyalty to him this sharing of explicit photos terrified Miss Grant as it illustrated McMahon's sheer lack of self control and it further panicked her that these private and intimate photos which included her face were being shared with the complete well, being shared with complete strangers. All right. March the 30th, 2020. McMahon enthusiastically messaged Miss Grant that WWE referee has showed a friend a naked photo of her. Which marked the beginning of McMahon sharing uh, photos of her with others. Uh, March 31st, the next day, Miss Grant expressed concern to McMahon. Um all right. I had to find this again, Jesus. Um, expressed concern to McMahon that she had no intention of having sex with these strangers and requested McMahon make the message clear as she felt threatened and distressed by responses on her pictures she were getting. She made clear that. She did not want any perception of her moving beyond the point of mere fantasy. Too late for that. Shortly after McMahon surprised Ms. Grant with news that he had protected her job from furlough that WWE would immediately announce the furlough Is it the Far fu- is it is it furlough? The furlough affected a large number of employees. McMahon enthusiasts emphasized that he personally made sure that she would not be uh, one of them reinforcing her dependency on him particularly after majority of the support staff in the legal department all hired prior to Miss Grant were fur- furloughed so everybody was getting fired besides her because you know she had to do some favors you know what I'm saying I'm not making light of this, but it, it is what it is, right? We pointed this out before, like, you know, like the manipulation tactics and all that shit is being used and, you know, this sort of, this guy who offered to to give this woman like a new life. That's what he said in quote, like, you know, to, to get her a new life, right? And the life that you know it's, it's not good anyway, McMahon became the most important figure in miss Grant's life um uh, as he asserted power and control over almost every aspect of it. Miss Grant's fear intensified over the consequences that could result from McMahon's actions, particularly by sharing her naked pictures uh she became paranoid, completely dependent and worshipfully devoted to him in turn, okay? Um, Press forward and exerting his power over Miss Grant as he saw fit. Okay, now, we went over a little of this already, um, when McMahon decided he was going to initiate threesomes with this woman. Um and we'll go over a few things. I can power read through this, but I'm not going to. Um this is where the sex therapist comes in. Um Vince's sex therapist was 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 told about Miss Grant. Um he was excited about having the threesome. Of course, she wasn't excited, but she showed up anyway, which I never understand this. I've said this before with the with the Cassie situation, right? It's like, you know that you're showing up to an event because, you know, it's a freak off or it's a three way or what I like to say with, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, because wrestling, he likes his triple threats. He loves the triple threats, man, apparently. Um, But she became sort of the sex slave. And quite literally, we'll get into, we'll we'll read the part again about her getting shitted on. Because that's just ridiculous. Um, let's go to 136 real quick. McMahon's manipulative tactics resulted in the outcome he wanted. And led to her down the stairs to the bedroom where a physical therapist was already waiting to begin the threesome. Early in the encounter, McMahon immediately directed Miss Grant to lay down on her back in a supplicating position. While standing over her, McMahon defecated on Miss Grant's head. Uh, McMahon left to shower off, but he instructed Miss Grant to remain in place uh, with excrement in her hair. And to continue performing for his friend. While while Miss Grant requested protection, none was offered. All right, McMahon and the physical therapist actively continued with the threesome and directed her, directed her sexual performance for around an hour and a half while she was covered in feces. Alright, now we went over that, that good old text message. We don't need to go through that again. We don't need to go over the big black cocks thing again. Um quickly before I get into I don't want we already talked about Laurenitis as well, so let me Well actually I'll go back to Laurenitis, matter of fact, to make this point. Um remember what I said with Diddy, right? And how with Diddy, I guess you can say, like, the freak-offs and things like that was a pleasure. He got pleasure out of it. Diddy got pleasure out of it. But Diddy also had control over Cassie. Diddy also had... Um, dominion, right? And it can be seen as blackmail. It can be seen as a humiliation ritual. It can be seen as a lot of things. With Vince McMahon, I think it's all of the above. I've said it before where if these rumors, which I believe have some truth to them, You're dealing with a guy who is a, uh, he's on a power trip, right? He's on an ego trip. He's on a power trip. Um, Guys like this usually look at women as sex objects, right? And I don't want to sound like an asshole when I say this, but when guys are making money like Vince McMahon, like, he really has. Like, women, even back in the day, I'm I'm sure back in the day, women was just throwing themselves at him. They were throwing themselves at him. But I think he got, he kind of got twisted in the make a woman do something that she doesn't like, and that turns him on. And it's just this weird. Uh, humiliation ritual, where the woman is always subjected to getting shit on. I'm sure that's not the first time. It can't be because that's just that's just weird as fuck. You know what I mean? The whole porter potty type of fantasy. Um, even getting peed on. It's like this weird to me. I don't know. Uh, and it's nasty. And there's illnesses. There's like diseases and bacteria in other people's urine that shouldn't be around other human beings, right? But anyway. Um, during this situation, right, McMahon then decides to recruit John Laurinaitis into his exploitation of Miss Grant. Okay? And this results in a whole lot of fuck shit, right? Because what happens is, um, Miss Grant became so sick from the stress of the situation that she lost so much weight to where she was only just over 100 pounds in which McMahon didn't give a fuck. Then it got even deeper because then she started having panic attacks. So this becomes a stressful, hostile, in a lot of ways, work environment. I mean, let's be honest. If this was just HR type shit, McMahon would probably be screwed at this point. But with all the sexual shit going on, like that shit is different. Like, yo, that's different. Okay. Um, I wanna get because at this point, you know, she's still doing three ways with McMahon and the physical therapist, while McMahon is actually advertising her to other guys. So this is like pimp. This is a this is what a pimp would do, essentially. Although most pimps don't really fuck the hose, I wouldn't even say it's like even pimping. I think it's like, it's like this man. Like I said, this is aggressive smutting. Like this is the only way I can call it. It's an aggressive smutting. It's like, you're my property. You do as I tell you. And, you know, if I want to, you know, toss you around to other people, so they can have their fun. They're going to have their fun. So now going into November 2020, McMahon pressed Miss Grant to make explicit photos um, and videos to send to Laurinaitis. So now you have McMahon, and it's all just manipulation, little at a time, right? Because think about it. He starts off in a sense of hey this will just be our little secret you know nobody has to know about us you know I can give you a new life he's pretty much saying hey keep your mouth shut and and keep taking dick and you'll be just fine (coughs) so what ends up happening now is it went from their little secret to now McMahon is excited like oh this is the best sex I've ever had I'm gonna tell my friends and He told the tech crew and the tech crew were excited. They were like a pack of of rabbit, rabbit, uh, you know, I was about to say that that's a bad joke. Like a pack of rabbit Wolverines, you know, Chris Benoit, the rabbit Wolverine. All right, let me stop. Um, he then decides, Hey, you know, you know, I can't be the only one that gets it. You know how I'll pass you to learn, uh, you know, uh, John Laurenitis, and then he can have his fun. And then he can have a schedule where he can he can he can pack you out every Tuesday and Saturdays and some Thursdays. This is really like a text message that he sent. Okay. So he's instructing this woman now. This is like this is sex work. At this point, this is sex work. Um He's instructing her now to, you know, create videos and send it to Uh McMahon orchestrated exchange exchanges by introducing Miss, introducing, introducing Miss Grant, um, instructing, my bad, instructing Miss Grant when to create explicit content for Um including what to say, and all that other shit, to go along with the performance. So really it's like it's like a weird, like, conquering that Vince gets a power trip from. It's like, oh, I conquered this woman i gotten this hopeless woman to do anything that she wants for me and now I can just pass her around like, it's some real like, objectified like, type of activity, right? Um... December 29th, 2020 at threesome uh, was arranged between Laurenitis and Miss Grant at McMahon's condo. Uh, McMahon instructed her to tell Laurenitis that she was a neighbor and girlfriend working in the legal field, but not at WWE. Shortly after meeting Laurenitis, Miss Grant asked him if she was the first woman who McMahon had introduced him to in such setting, Laurinaitis failed to respond and shot, wait, and shot a look directly at McMahon who quickly intervened by kissing Miss Grant and initiating the sexual encounter. Damn. And of course she asked again, About, you know, these people at least using protection, which is really fucked up to even say that. Like, you know, you're about to be taken advantage of by two guys forcefully. And you're like, well, damn, you guys are about to have your way. Can you at least be protected? Like, that's fucked up. Like, that's fucked up. All right. Like, that's really fucked up. And they're like, nah, we're going to run through you. And the days followed, McMahon texted her that Laurinaitis, quote, Hugged me like a bear and said thank you to me about twelve times already. End quote. In contrast, Laurenitis message Miss Grant, thank you for the fun afternoon. God damn. All right, we got a. Yeah, this is where it comes to the scheduling. I mean, the glasses work, but I gotta take them shits off. Shit was hurting my fucking head. Um now we're getting into like the messages, right? So um on February the fifth uh twenty twenty one, McMahon sent Miss Grant to establish a schedule for when other men, including physical therapists and laurenitis, could have sex with her. All right. Um, which Miss Grant attempted to rebuff all right so now we're gonna go through this message again all right uh yeah now we're gonna go through this message again because so this kind of shows you <clears throat> this kind of shows you the control that Vince had over this woman right uh it goes as followed. Vince goes, exactly, baby. He's not the only one. Blank called me this afternoon begging to eat you and fuck you with his nice and hard dick. All right. She replies, give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's getting better. Uh, tell him soon. He, he replied, I already told him, baby, by the way, Johnny wants Tuesdays, but not come. Not this coming one and the occasional Saturday. But maybe I can shift it to Thursday nights. Johnny would like all of the above. Wow. trafficking her. I like the one nigga. Uh, who was that? Uh, who was that? That said that shit farmed her off. Some nigga said Vince McMahon farmed her off. I'm like, God damn. This shit sounds crazy. You know what I mean? And by the way, with the with with this whole situation, this caused Miss Grant to suffer a lot of breakdowns, you know, over the stress. You know what I mean? She's trying to. Cause you gotta remember, uh, you know, her family. Her mom and her dad, they died. They did. And she was taking care of them. And, you know, this is where Vince came in. Oh, I'll take care of you. I'll give you a new life. All right. And then, um, yeah, it gets, it gets wacky. It gets wacky. All right. Um, I want to go into something new. Alright, so Alright, 169. <laughs> 169, 34 out of 67. McMahon also um, indicated on the second of April twenty twenty one that Miss Grant should obey. Jesus Christ. Should obey if Lauren Knightis. Wanted to bring in yet more men. God damn it. What is he doing? Yo. Yo, this nigga's finished. Brother, this nigga's done. He's finished. He's cooked. I think McMahon is cooked. I think McMahon is going to be the one that's being made an example of. And then once this happens, I think, people are going to start going, well, what about Diddy? What about what he did? And and I'm telling you watch. They're going to investigate. This shit gonna get real messy. This shit gonna get real messy. All right. So the message between this is the message I'm guessing from Vince to Miss Grant. Maybe he wants two other guys to join to join with you. Holy shit! You've told him. <gasps> excuse me. Holy shit! You told him you would do anything with him so if he surprised you with two others you would have no alternative than to make them then to take them on oh my god the stories you could tell me then it makes me want to come right now by the way I just thought of what I think is an excellent idea maybe you can hint that if he knows someone who can be discreet it might be better if you and Johnny try him first so he can more he can get more comfortable before he is introduced to me. Actually, that makes total sense, doesn't it? Vince McMahon. Vinnie Mac. This nigga's shot out, bro. This nigga's a problem. Another text messages. I can't get enough of these, so I'm gonna just keep going through them. I apologize for that. I am sick, by the way. Um, from Vince, and it actually has Vince's name on there. God damn, this nigga's an idiot. From, from Vince McMahon, uh, 1026, I'm going to assume. 1026, I'm going to assume PM? I don't know. From Vince, those compliments will keep on coming, baby. Just wait and see. I totally understand and agree being scared of communication and photos. John gets drunk and sloppy and can easily make a mistake that can cost him his job and yours, too. Uh, Verbal communication is the way to go. That said, have you and Johnny talked about breakfast tomorrow? Now, before I go into the reply for the people that are smart, what does that sound like to you? Right? for the people with decent amount of intelligence no Einsteins nothing like that but a decent amount of intelligence people know that that was blackmail I'm going to read it again and I'm going to explain to you slowly why this is blackmail the compliments that he's referring to is the compliments from the other guys who are seeing the images that Vince is sharing of her, okay? So what he's saying is, I'm going to keep sharing these pictures of you, so don't worry, you know what I mean? The only person you may have to worry about is uh, John Laurinaitis, wink, wink. He gets drunk and sloppy, wink, wink. And it could easily make a mistake that could cost him his job and yours, wink, wink. Where's John Laurinaitis now? He got fired a year and a half before this stirred up. Now, come on. Now, come on now. Verbal communication is the way to go. Meaning, sit down and have a talk with John Laurinaitis. Okay? Because if you get caught up, that's going to be his job and that's going to be your job. But if you stay on board, you'll do just fine. That's Vince McMahon to Miss Grant. Okay, we got that out of the way. Let's get into the response. She, she replied, we haven't discussed it at all. It's up in the air. Johnny complained about getting a new phone and it just arrived. I haven't set up time to coordinate setting it up with it because I need him to assure me that he erased everything that he ever saved. Truly, I regret what he... Truly, I regret that he ever got pictures, that he even got pictures. It's not worth the stress I'm feeling. I'm done with it. So, you know, she's trying to, you know, hold her ground. And look, this is the thing, and this is the reason why... Diddy went after Cassie. This is the reason why Vince McMahon went after this woman. You know, this woman, you know, she can go, oh, all right, well, you know what? Um, You know, whatever the fuck's going on, I'm sick of it. You know, whatever comes with it comes with it, you know, you can threaten me. You can try to ruin my career, whatever the fuck it is. The reality of it is she ain't gonna do that because she needs the money. Alright? This is what Vince McMahon, this is what Diddy, people like this, they try to do. They go after the weak, they go after the innocent. And they pull on their heartstrings, they try to relate to them, and they're like pariahs, right? Like when, when they're like, when they're fully like transformed, they're like, ah, you know what I mean? They're on attack. And that's the type of guy Vince McMahon is. I truly believe that. And even when the similarities we talked about this earlier, where when she tried to leave, she would have uh Vince McMahon would have people go after her. You know, and bring her back. Just like Diddy and Cassie. So there's a lot whole lot of whole lot of similarities here, man. Shit is crazy. One eighty, uh, three thirty-six out of sixty-seven. The hundred and eightieth paragraph. Uh, panic that someone else, someone else's mistake, could cost Miss Grant her livelihood. Um, left her feeling helpless and afraid of what happened if McMahon's mood shifted, leading her. Uh, to message him. Oh, where the fuck is it? 36. Glad I at least remembered that. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta bear with me. What, what program is this that I'm using? Um, could I open this on, let me see something. I want to see if I can open this on Sheets. I'm on Google Sheets. I'm going to try to see if I can open it here. Let me see. No, I don't think that would be a great idea. Uh, offline. Uh, open. Device storage. Um, downloads. Let's see if I can find this here. I should be able to do this. Now I don't know why. This shit doesn't wanna show up. We going to find this shit. Maybe document. Alright, so now we're on the whole fucking directory here. Nope, can't do it. Alright. I may have to get like another reader. Because this thing was annoying. I remember this uh, shit being annoying when um, when I was going through the Diddy, uh, the Diddy files. So every time I touch it, if I touch it the wrong way, pause, it will scroll all the way up and scroll all the way down. So I don't want to do that again. Um, on June 14th, 2021, Ms. Grant told McMahon uh, that she would not want to engage in sexual encounters with Laurinaitis, adding, quote, I've left that hotel feeling bad about myself every time. End quote. God damn. McMahon responded that the one on one encounter could cease, but that he expected threesomes with Laurenitis to continue. Jesus Christ. Yo, that's wild, bro. 37. Okay, 37, we talked about this as well where they cornered her. Um, I believe this is on the June 15, 2021. They cornered her. Um I don't know why the fuck it, what, what's going on? Fucking retarded CD player. Anyway, um they cornered her at WWE headquarters allegedly and perceived to the force themselves on her. And she pleaded, saying, quote, no no, and stop, please, please stop. And McMahon replied, No means yes, and began mocking her and also saying, quote, take it bitch, end quote. Alright? Um with each taking turns restraining her Uh for the other. Laurenitis then joined by forcefully shoving His tongue, then penis into Miss Grant's mouth. Jesus fucking what the fuck? Let me show you the manipulation tactics, though. Let me show you how these rich niggas get away with this shit, or at least they think they can. Later on, on June the 23rd, 2021, around 1142, McMahon directed Miss Grant in the middle of the workday to meet him in the lower floor. When Miss Grant arrived, McMahon led her inside his private locker room, locked the door, and forced himself on her on the massage table. Later that day, $15,000 in gift cards to Bloomingdale's were purchased at McMahon's direction and delivered by McMahon's personal, personal assistant. To Miss Grant in her office, so the whole encounter, she got fifteen thousand dollars in uh, gift cards. So you you would have to think, well, what else? I mean, because Diddy Diddy, if I'm not mistaken, Diddy allegedly bought Cassie a, a car, right? Bought Cassie a house. And a lot of other things. Bought Cassie jewelry, and of course, you guys know the reason why he would be doing this, right? It's like you know, writing uh, his wrongs, right? Like he can just throw money her way, and she'll forget about it. Anyway, on multiple other occasions, while Miss Grant uh, worked under Laurinaitis, including after McMahon's promise that one-on-one encounters would end. And after his wife moved across the country to join Laurenitis, he would call Miss Grant to his office, lock the door, unzip his penis, and instruct uh, Miss Grant to suck his dick. All right. Um, through all this, Miss Grant noticed that the less she sexually engaged with Laurenitis, the less work. She had as Lauranitis began to belittle Miss Grant in front of colleagues. Jesus, um, fearing herself and her future, Miss Grant asked Lauranitis whether he still supported her. Uh, whether he still supported her promotion to vice president, he deflected with an answer about considering all the options. And changed the topic of uh, the extreme uncertain uncertainty and fear for her future uh, Miss grant's physical sub, physical syndromes, symptoms I said syndromes, symptoms of illness including gastrointestinal gastrointestinal issues and vomiting, which continued to worsen over the remainder of her time in the WWE. Jesus. Lord. McMahon, we're we're still here. Uh, We're going on to 187, which is at 38. Ain't that something? 187 with a 38? Damn. Alright, anyway. uh, Paragraph 187, page 38. And we're at J. J here is McMahon used Miss Grant as a sexual pawn to entice world famous wrestling talent and to keep WWE superstar under contract with WWE. Now, I could be wrong, but I think this is where the whole, you know, Lesnar thing comes in, right? If I'm not mistaken. I believe this is the whole Lesnar allegation. So we're going to go through this as well. All right. 187 WWE superstar is famous worldwide as a top talent in WWE with a large collective fan base that helps generate viewership and drives in person that drives in person attendance, all of which enrich WWE and Vince McMahon. Okay. Let's go back to this thing again. This keeps bothering me. Uh, upon information and belief, McMahon began to recruit WWE superstar uh, for a sexual encounter with Miss Grant while she was still a coordinator in the legal department. By July of 2021, McMahon informed Miss Grant, the WWE superstar, would be the next quote playmate end quote Jesus. Um, as in other instances, McMahon described his fantasy of seeing Miss Grant engage in unmerciful sex, unmerciful Jesus, unmerciful sexual acts with WWE superstar during which he would. Rip her open. Jesus. Uh, McMahon also confided to Miss Grant uh, that he wanted to have WWE Superstar under a new contract. While WWE Superstar indicated um, an interest to a return to other professional endeavors. Now, this is obviously... This is obviously like a neon. It's like one of those neon lights that that points the finger. It's like the neon light that points directly at Lesnar. This is the other professional endeavors is UFC, okay? They don't want to say ultimate fighting. They don't even want to say mixed martial arts. They don't want to say any of that because it gives away too much. But I believe that this gives away enough. Of course, I'm going to say allegedly even though allegedly this never happened. The encounter never happened. The superstar quote unquote did not make it. Uh, and it's, I believe this was supposed to take place in New York. Let me, let me verify that um, on July the 12th, McMahon directed Miss Grant to create personalized sexual content for the superstar. Uh, Vince Share the photos of WWE superstar and then informed Miss Grant that, quote, he likes what he sees, end quote. Sex slave shit. Uh, on July 21st, McMahon flew and or caused WWE uh, superstar to fly on a jet into a local airport and travel into Connecticut across state lines, which is, of course, sex trafficking, for what McMahon described to Miss Grant as, quote, business dinner, end quote, as well as a sexual encounter with Miss Grant and Vince McMahon's condo. Upon information and belief, the dinner was to discuss WWE's superstars' continued involvement with WWE prior to, quote, the business dinner, end quote, with McMahon. WWE Superstar um, made a brief visit to Miss Grant's building. However, WWE Superstar did not return to the building for a sexual encounter because he was too intoxicated and taken back to the plane. Later that evening, after McMahon recounted the story about his dinner with the WWE Superstar to Miss Grant. He sought to salvage the night with a request that they, quote, role play, end quote, a sexual encounter in which McMahon acted as if he was Brock Lesnar. I mean, WWE superstar, allegedly McMahon was so physically rough with Miss Grant during this encounter that Miss Grant begged McMahon to stop numerous times. Including loud cries of help. I'm serious. I'm scared. As he, among other things, penetrated her, fisted her. Yo, chill. Fisted her. Come on, bro. This is this is weird, bro. This is weird. Penetrated her, fisted her. Pulled her hair, pinned her. You get it? You he pinned her. One, two, three. Did she tap out? Did she tap out? Um, shoved her. and open palm slapped her. McMahon, McMahon's assault uh, caused Miss Grant to break down, weeping and curl into fetal position, with her arms pulled over to protect her face. What does that sound like to y'all? Going even deeper to the Diddy, uh, the Diddy and McMahon, uh, you know, relationship. Maybe, maybe they were cool. I don't know. This, this all sounds similar, right? Wasn't Cassie in the same way, where she was physically beaten, where she had to be curled up in a ball, while Diddy was a, was a was was a allegedly stomping and kicking her so bad that. Did he had to get his private doctor to take care of her, and she had to stay in the house and couldn't do anything because of her face being so fucked up oh this sounds this sounds pretty similar, and this guy's a fucking maniac this guy's a fucking scumbag all right that's that's fucking terrible um McMahon uh alternated between slaps and shoves. Before admitting that quote, I'm really fucking up with you. I'm really I'm really fucking up I'm really fucking up with you right and left tonight, huh? End quote. Wow, this guy's a psycho. McMahon forbade forbid forbade Miss Grant. Okay. Forbid it. forbid it. Okay. Miss Grant from leaving the condo the night. Leaving the condo that night unless she could verbally assure him that there was there wasn't a problem and everything between them would be okay. Notably, however, he made no effort to check on her well being after he left his condo. Alright. On August the twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, WWE held a held the second biggest annual event, SummerSlam, which by the way, the second biggest annual event used to be what the pay-per-view we dealt with last time, uh, the last pay-per-view, Royal Rumble. I didn't know uh, this was the second biggest annual event. I always thought it was the Royal Rumble. SummerSlam. All right. In Las Vegas, around this time, McMahon and the WWE superstar privately reached uh, Informal agreement about his terms. That night, McMahon te- uh, text Grant a reminder that she was an enslaved object to him. Quote, I want to drive you lower and lower, so low that you might beg me to sell you. Wow. Emphasis added. Uh, McMahon continued to advertise a sexual encounter with Miss Grant and the superstar during the formal negotiation of a new booking contract with WWE. We are now on forty of sixty-seven. We have another text messages. We have another set of text messages from Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This was at nine fifty-nine. Here's what Blank said after I told him that part of the deal uh, was fucking you. Quote, laugh out loud. That's your turf. Uh, She will be ruined after me and leave your little ass. Uh, Plus, after me, your tool won't fit anymore. Wow. Okay. Okay. December 2021 McMahon gave miss grant personal self gave gave miss grant's personal cell phone to the superstar and promised quote she'll do anything requested of her all right in um, the days follow WWE superstar revealed a fetish to miss grant and text McMahon's wait and tested it McMahon's promise that Miss Grant would do anything with a request that she send a video of herself urinating. Okay. That's weird. Um unable to recognize herself, Miss Grant went numb and obeyed. The superstar informed Miss Grant if she had not completed with the request, the superstar would have lost. Any interest in her, and then called her a bitch. Jesus Christ! The same month, WWE superstar expressed to Miss Grant his desire to quote set a play date end quote and have sex. However, a snowstorm changed WWE's changed the superstar's uh, travel plans, and Miss Grant ultimately used the weather and COVID. As an excuse to back off. Wow. All right. Uh, 41. We're in the letter K now. Uh, McMahon. Where am I at time wise? 41. We're an hour and two minutes in already. Wow. Well, time goes by. Uh, we'll end this as uh, part one. Okay. Because I honestly. It's not to say I didn't plan on doing this. Because I did. I just didn't think I would go through this much with the time that I have. It just seemed like it was just ten minutes and thirteen seconds. Uh, but yeah, we're we're going in deeper. I'm learning more and more. I think that's the that's the important thing about like doing research and kind of getting other people's opinions and getting other people's information, uh, like the criminal lawyer. Had dropped a lot of things about coercion or coercion, coercion, coercion. I hate that word. Um, and a lot of the manipulative tactics that Vince used. I've just simply spent the entire day pointing out the similarities to Vinny Mac and P. Diddy, a.k.a. Brother Love. But y'all stay tuned. More on the way. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. To be continued. All right. Segment two. Old school, man. We going old school. Ain't no music because I don't got no Bluetooth. There is no, um, no music, no sounds. Just an old school. Back to the basics edition of the Crimson. Capsule. Chapel. And this ain't just the Crimson Capsule Chapel. No. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Y'all thought the Diddy Files was weird? Nah, bruh. Uh Uh-uh. This is volume three of the Vinnie Mac Files. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the Diddy Files. The Vinnie Files. Yes. Shit is getting weird. We're on page 41. Letter K that is titled McMahon tells Miss Grant that his wife has learned about her and pressures Miss Grant for NDA. So now this is this is Vince covering trying to cover his tracks. Now, what's dumb to me is why didn't he serve the NDNA? The NDA, I say NDNA. Why I keep saying N-D-N-A? Because it's DNA. All right. Anyway, the N-D-A. Why didn't he serve her the N-D-A in the beginning of all this shit? So in a way, and I know this sounds evil to say it, but this is what celebrities use these non-disclosable agreements for. When something crazy happens, when something crazy goes down, you've already signed the paper, so you can't say nothing. But he slipped. Because all of this crazy shit happened and he never had it, her sign an NDA until now. This is where Vinnie Mac fucks up. Anyway, early January 2022, McMahon um, abruptly distanced himself from Miss Grant, saying that he cannot speak to her or have her in the same or, or be in the same room as her. Um, January 9th, McMahon agreed to speak to Miss Grant at his condo during this meeting. McMahon told Grant that his wife, Linda McMahon, had learned about his relationship with Ms. Grant, that he was losing his condo and that she would divorce him. Jesus. He added, too, that a public divorce would make Miss Grant a headline. Uh, now, this is, this is my thing. Do y'all think this is true? And what I mean is, granted, Linda may know about this. She may have known about it the whole time. Could McMahon just be lying to kind of like try to scare her? Are, I don't know like it, to me it just sounds weird. but anyway um, <clears throat> uh, purportedly purportedly to salvage his marriage and avoid both the negative press and other repercussions of a divorce McMahon wanted to assure Miss Grant would remain silent about his personal misconduct in order to preserve his control interest at WWE. So WWE was always at the center with Vince McMahon. It doesn't matter what Vince McMahon is doing. WWE is always in the center of his universe. That's why they call the WWE, the WWE universe, right? And I don't know, like, like I said, I don't, I don't really believe this story, but I'm I'm going to tell you why in a second. But uh, well, let me keep reading. Uh, McMahon told Miss Grant that if she left WWE inside an NDA, he was confident Linda would not divorce him. He could remain in the condo, and Miss Grant would avoid um, reputational harm. McMahon instructed Miss Grant. Uh, that she should not go back to the office and immediately lessen her involvement on open work items. Damn. Miss Grant expressed concern about both her name being mentioned in media and uh, the loss of control over her image, especially as McMahon had shared content of her uh, for close to two years. So, it worse? I think Cassie Cassie's a lot worse, but in this situation, she's been kind of pressured and I can say that. She's been she's been pressured to do these acts to remain where she's at. And McMahon made sure to dangle a better position, a better opportunity over her head so she can continue doing what she was doing. Um once the going got tough and shit caught up to Vince, because Vince is a is a maniac, he's out of control. That's a person with no self-control. He tells the woman, hey, this is going to be our little secret. And then three days later, you never guess what happened. I showed the video with you getting fucked to the tech crew. And it's like, wait, what? Wild. Wild. All right. Shared content of her. For close to two years, and the ramifications for her career, McMahon suggested that he would attempt to help Miss Grant keep her reputation intact, and that he, our WWE corporate officer number one, would personally help Miss Grant find another job. All right, paragraph two hundred and six. Uh, McMahon. Also instructed Miss Grant uh, not to share the news with anyone, and suggests she offer health-related excuses. Wow, health-related excuses if asked about leaving WWE. Um, regarding the NDA, Miss Grant asked McMahon, "Quote: Is this when Jerry sends? Is this when Jerry sends the papers?" End quote. McMahon. Nodded and assured Miss Grant that they would be quote in the driver's seat to iron out terms together uh she would need an attorney to make things official and approve of Miss Grant's asking celebrity doctor for uh for an attorney referral okay and this and this is. And this this is what's the funniest part about this shit, right? You think, okay, you know, she got what she wanted. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, she's getting released. She doesn't have to deal with McMahon anymore. Yeah, she's going to lose some money. But like, yeah, you're not being sexually assaulted and raped and like gang banged. So that's good, right? You think that's cool? Nope. Nope. Um, 208. Paragraph 208. Following this discussion, McMahon led Miss Grant to his bedroom for another sexual encounter. Okay. Uh, the 14th of January, McMahon sent Miss Grant a to-do list for purposes of, oh, and purposes of the NDA, uh, such as retaining counsel and also Including an offer for a 101 career coaching, uh, McMahon suggested the list had been drafted by WWE Corporate Officer number number two. Uh, before Ms Grant retained counsel, McMahon discussed the amount of money that would be exchanged for the NDA and settled on a lump sum of three million dollars. After Miss Grant told McMahon his internal offer was one million, uh, was not enough to compensate for the lost earning uh, potential and the fact that she would be uh, unable to continue the promised career, the promised career of vice president, as well as failing to failing to last as director for a year. Okay. All right. Where are we at? Before Miss Grant retained counsel. All right. Yeah, before Miss Before Miss Grant Retain counsel. Uh, McMahon called Miss Grant with an update and informed her that McMahon's attorney and WWE attorney and counsel uh, for WWE insisted on installment payments due to cash flow purposes. Which, by the way, all this was was founded out by a uh, I want to say Wall Street Journal. Where he actually pointed out, you know, how much money he was taking out to not only pay this woman off, but to pay other women off. And I think it's at a range of like 14 to 16 million or some shit like that. So, yeah, good times. Um, yeah, he's just forking over cash left and right. Uh, do I want to continue going into the negotiations of the NDA? Cause we already know that she didn't get paid. She only got paid 1 million. They didn't pay her. They didn't, they stopped paying after the 1 million. So not only did Vince come up with a fucking bullshit, (laughs) allegedly came up with a bullshit deal. Like, Hey, you're going to get this money and everything's going to be good. And we'll find you another job. That didn't happen. Um, because on February the 9th and 10th of 2022, Ms. Grant gave notice to Lauren and put human resources at WWE on official notice that she was leaving WWE. Uh <sighs> After signing the NDA, Ms. Grant uh continued to ask about who had told Linda McMahon as she was concerned about her ability to obtain employment in the future. McMahon responded to that, responded that it did not matter and that he was tired of her questions. God damn. After the NDA was signed, McMahon wearing only a white robe met Miss Grant in his condo to review outstanding business items. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Outstanding business items. As Miss Grant was proceeded into the door or as Miss Grant proceeding was proceeding to the door to leave, McMahon grabbed her by the arm before she excited before she she exited. And commanded her to do, quote, one last thing, end quote, and to get on her knees. Oh, my God. As Miss Grant knelt down to the hard floor, barely a few feet, barely a few feet away from the, uh, barely a few feet away from the front door. McMahon opened his robe and ordered her to eat him. Um, McMahon grabbed the back of. Grant's head and slammed her face into his crotch a couple times until she gagged and pushed him away, telling him to stop and that she couldn't breathe. McMahon responded. Hold up. McMahon responded. All right, fuck that. This nigga told this bitch, told her to look up. He's like, look up, followed by take it, bitch. Um, Wow, the momentary, uh, made, the momentary, they momentarily made eye contact, made eye contact before McMahon, McMahon's force caused, uh, Miss Grant's body to convolt, and Wretch, with tears, screaming down her face, uh, tears streaming down her face, um, McMahon then released his hold and closed his robe as she stood up. Uh, after leaving, Miss Grant never saw McMahon again. Damn. That's rough. All right, so now we're going into March the 2nd, 2022. While Miss Grant was away on a trip to Florida, McMahon called Miss Grant uh, to advise that it would probably be the last time she would hear from him and if she needed anything to contact WWE corporate officer number one or corporate officer number two over the, over the course of an approximately half an hour phone call, McMahon, um, Lemon lamented uh, both his ability to focus on the up and coming WrestleMania and how his personal life had blown up over the past few weeks. Towards the end of the conversation, McMahon and Miss Grant agreed to remain to resume contact after WrestleMania. Uh, He also instructed Miss Grant to continue having sexual relations with other men, including WWE Superstar in the meantime. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, see, like, enough is enough. Like, yo. All right, so March 4th, the, the Superstar messaged Miss Grant and was in New York. All right, so we know who this is. In line with McMahon's orders, Miss Grant texts the Superstar explicit pictures on the 27th of March 2022, Superstar reached out to Miss Grant again. Uh Miss Grant. Uh, back and forth for advances as an indicator of McMahon's uh continued control. So even though she signed and see this is sick. So what he tried to do is pretty much pigeonhole her. So now he already violated you before signing the, the NDA. Now you sign the NDA, he's not gonna deal with you anymore, but you're still his property. So now the other people, they, they're gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have to to have fun with you now. They now, now now they passed you on. Um let's go over um the gifts. This is the part where I wanted to go over here. Uh, we're going into paragraph 232. These are gifts given the plaintiff during time with WWE in association with McMahon. From 2019 until early 2022, McMahon provided Miss Grant with gifts uh, to keep her under McMahon's control upon information and belief. Uh, the gifts provided to Miss Grant included one purchased by McMahon and expense from the WWE. Uh, Here are are the, um, here's the examples of items received by Grant from McMahon in 2019, including the following. A, alternative clinic, uh medical care and medical and cosmetic services and products so she was getting like is that like plastic surgery am I like cosmetic services i'm guessing that's maybe not um a clubhouse clubhouse ac- clubhouse access tickets to the belmart stakes um WrestleMania private full day transportation and premium tickets, a $2,000 um, Nordstrom gift card and a massive box, a massive box of Godiva. What's Godiva? Somebody let me know. Here's the example of items received by Miss Grant in 2020. All right. You got, and this is, I'm right. Surgery. I'm right. Uh Twenty thousand dollars towards surgery, paid directly to a surgeon's office. A pearl slash diamond paved lariat. <laughs> that's funny. A lariat. That's a that's the clothesline. Uh, a lariat necklace from Betteridge in Greenwich, Connecticut. Blue cashmere knee lymph cardigan. Uh, a blue Burberry check cashmere scarf, a blue cashmere and fur hat, a gray cashmere shawl whatever the fuck that is um, a a Cyrilene, Cyrilene sunglasses a cable knot throw a, a cable knot throw blanket and a large bouquet of flowers delivered approximately every other week. And here are the examples of items from 2021 given to her. Yo, this nigga was. What? All right. A 2022 BMW 430XI, $5,000 gift certificate, two private chef catering dinners in McMahon's condo, golden diamond pave, uh, paperclip necklace. $15,000 Bloomendale gift cards. It said gift cards. It wasn't $15,000 and gift cards. It's $15,000 Bloomendale gift cards, okay? A uh, food assortment display and antique tea ceremony set from Saudi Arabia. Saudi. Saudi Arabia. Dubai. And large bouquet of flowers delivered approximately every other week. Now we have Miss Grant was subordinate and vulnerable victim to Predators, um, not consenting and willing participant. Miss Grant was groomed and coerced by McMahon and Laurinaitis, and the WWE stood by. And facilitated efforts to keep Miss Grant employed by WWE to ensure McMahon's continued sexual exploitation. In addition to what Miss Grant and her medical providers who examined her following the abuse will testify to, there is an ample, there is ample other evidence of Miss Grant's mental state and her attempts to avoid the unfortunate circumstances she found herself in. Fuck. January of 2021, Miss Grant sent a message to resident manager stating that she was miserable at WWE. Quote, I don't say it to Vince, but as grateful as I am for the job and my salary, I actually am miserable mismanaged all the time Um, they admit they don't know what to do with me end quote nobody gave a fuck when I was harassed and retaliated against the point my reputation was questioned and my work was taken away end quote jeez she was getting, she was getting money though. All that she got the BMW. Now, something I did notice, kind of weird, right? So, I forgot when the whole NDA was introduced to Cassie, but I, it might be the same type of situation, right? Because eventually, at the end, they're like, "Yo, fuck it." They're willing to go against the NDA and they're saying, fuck, we're just going to go for it. And then there's evidence. You have medical records to prove, you know, you've been through some drama. You've been through some pain. This ain't going to end well with uh, your boy, Vinnie Mac. I'll tell you that right now. All right. I'll tell you that right now. Who's that? Two thirty two going down. We're winding this shit down, man. Right. Uh, Miss Grant's life after this abuse and resulting damage as detailed herein Miss Grant was exploited during her time of employment with WWE and was subjected to countless depraved and humiliated, humiliating acts uh, which had led to severe and permanent trauma she's she has been further traumatized by having to relive those experiences uh, with giving evidence to the government in connection with the investigation of the WWE. Indeed, Miss Grant's trauma and ongoing fears of additional retaliation uh, was so severe that she required extended inpatient treatment. Wow. Today, she lives with so much anxiety and depression that she is unable to leave her residence for weeks at a time of fear and PTSD um, due to this drama, due to this, uh, I hate that word, due to this trauma, due to this trauma and inability to leave her house, Miss Grant was terminated from employment uh, January to 27, 2023, um, where she lost not only her dream job of managing her building, but her, but the only job she can procure, procure, uh, without the need of any references, Miss Grant's last income, Miss Grant's last income is 80,000 per year wow causes of action we don't want to get too you know we don't want to get too legal here this is crazy and like this is my first time that i'm actually like i'm not going through all this shit i'm just not i don't have the time i just wanted to go through some of the main things i have a couple things still written down that i want to go over as well before i wrap this up First of all, for those that decided to listen still without any music, any sound effects, anything to go through besides these documents, I appreciate it. Uh, This will probably have to be the move for the next day or so. Probably more than that. I had to. uh, I had to pay for my car, which is, by the way, broken down. I was looking for the mechanic that was there, but he wasn't there. So I have to figure out. I have to get this car towed to that place, which is only like, I think, 0.7 miles away. So they charge. I forgot how they how much they charge. Probably charge me like 50, 60 hours so they can check the car out. And hopefully I can be back in the road in my own car soon. But who knows, right? Anything can happen. Like they used to say, anything can happen in the WWE. And boy, were they not kidding, right? Boy were they not kidding around. Shit is getting very walky in WWE right now. Shit is getting very walky. <coughs> 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 Quick time check. Quick time check. Oh, we only 30 minutes in. Alright, cool. Uh it's 741? Is that real? I swear like sometimes like today was kind of was kind of okay. I'm still getting over this cold. Um but like I told y'all, I took off. I'm going to get back to this shit soon. I just had to take a break cuz I had to smoke a cigarette anyway. But I took off yesterday, right? And for people that don't know and I talk about this a lot. Like I don't I don't go a lot of places. I kind of stay to myself. And I'm very comfortable with that. Like I don't I don't drive around like that like I used to. And even when I drove around, I would go to the car wash or, you know, I wouldn't like just parlay places. I would just drive, right? And for some reason Thank God that I was sick, because if I wasn't sick, I would have driven somewhere a lot earlier and probably would have gotten a car accident. But luckily, the situation with my car just happened and I was able, through the grace of God, to get my vehicle at least back to where I lived. You know, I mean, I didn't want to leave my car somewhere and then go back and and let my people know, like, yo. You know, I may have to get a tow or whatever. So, you know, that was whole. That was that was an adventure that I'd rather have not had. But then I said to myself, "Well, damn! If I were to went to work yesterday, I would have definitely gotten an accident." Because when I go to work, I'm I'm going either way getting to work. I'm taking a route or I'm taking a highway. That's the only two ways to get to my job. But the the good thing about it would been, Hey, it only took me like what on average like seven minutes to get back and forth to work depending on you know traffic and all that shit but that shit was crazy so now I'm still I'm still trying to figure out you know how shit's gonna be in the next couple days you know once I move my car I'm gonna have to tow my car <clears throat> to this place and hopefully they can check it out and see what they can do. But other than that, I'm going to be, you know, asked out, which not really, I mean, podcast and wise, you know, I'm creative enough to come up with a topic without audio or without anything like that. I've been doing this shit for years now. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Anyway, back to, uh, I had to take that brief moment just to get a taste of the cigarette. I didn't plan on reading for two fucking hours, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? So now he got all the courts that are involved. Uh, negligence against WWE. Wow. Okay, negligent, negligence against WWE. Uh, Miss Grant's injuries and damages were caused by the negligence of WWE, its employees and agents, for those who for those whose negligence WWE is liable in the following ways: WWE by commission and omission, allowed and tolerated sexual assault and humiliation, and fostered a culture in which such act would be tolerated. Hmm. WWE, by commission and omission, retained McMahon and Laurinaitis, despite actual and our constructive knowledge of their actions, recruit forced and coerced women into sexual acts based on the promise of her job, of her higher uh, job security in advance with the WWE. Finally, WWE failed to warn Miss Grant of the risk of harm which she was subjected while employed with WWE. Yikes! Not good. Civil battery against Big Man. So we got all that. It's, it's, uh, another count for civil battery, this time for Laurenitis in WWE. Then we got intentional or uh, neglect. Infliction of emotional distress against McMahon and WWE. Jesus. McMahon's conduct was extreme and outrageous. Examples include uh, McMahon sexually assaulted. Uh, Miss Grant on numerous occasions he was aggressive during sexual encounters with Miss Grant uh, to the point of causing her pain including during encounters she tried to stop. Also McMahon objectified and trafficked Miss Grant. He demanded that Miss Grant engaged in threesomes triple threats with other men and that she sent explicit photos for him to share with other men despite Miss Grant on multiple occasions explaining uh, she was hesitant to obey and all while McMahon controlled Grant's job security. Uh, McMahon regularly humiliated and degraded Miss Grant as one example, um, McMahon shitted on uh, Miss Grant and directed her to continue sexually performing while covered in feces. All right. McMahon created an environment of fear and secrecy by warning Miss Grant uh, the grave consequences of not being discreet about their sexual encounter while at the same time sharing explicit photographs to her and others inside and outside the company and directing her to sexually service other WWE affiliated affiliated individuals. McMahon sent perverted messages to Miss Grant that involved the latter uh, being subjected to sexual scenarios, including extreme pain and humiliation, including during incidences when Miss Grant clearly attempted to avoid a text, excuse me, a text message exchange that was sexually charged. McMahon would push back, question uh, the plaintiff and are become cold and distant um, if Miss Grant pushed back. Are ignored his sexually charged messages well uh, we got another count this is an intentional are uh, negligent Whew, sick John Laurinaitis he got he has this little countdown and that's it Wow This was uh, submitted officially, signed, submitted on the 25th of January this year. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, damn. Right? As they say. Remember that? Who used to do that shit? Well, damn. One of them fucking South rappers and shit. Yeah, man. You know, Vinnie Mac... Vinnie Mac, Vincent Kennedy, McMahon, he done fucked up, man. The McMahon mudslide, that's his new finishing move. Y'all like that one? I think that's funny. I mean, I don't think it's funny that the bitch got shitted on. Like, it's what Jim Cornette said, which made perfect sense, right? Like, we're, we're normal human beings, right? Like, the people who think that this is crazy. So when you hear something about Vince McMahon literally shitting on a woman. Remember Vince McMahon used to force wrestlers to kiss his ass? Do y'all remember that? Vince McMahon loves the humiliation ritual. Go back into WWE's archives in the Attitude Era days and in the um the ruthless aggression, I think the ruthless aggression era of WWE where Benoit and I think, you know, Batista was big at the time. He would force, McMahon would force wrestlers and people to kiss his ass on television. No, like, he'll pull his pants down and force them to kiss his ass. This is We're not joking here. We're not joking around. We're not playing around. He's into the humiliation rituals. Not just on camera, but off camera. These are the perverted demons, man. These niggas love, like I said, they love the humiliation ritual. Um, they they love the humiliation rituals, just like just like the just like the Saudis. The Saudis love the humiliation rituals in Dubai. They doing all type of weird, perverted shit in Dubai as well. The bitches getting shitted on, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Right? I connected the dots in like a weird way earlier, where it's like, yeah, where, cause when it when, when I heard. It, he allegedly shitted on a bitch I said to myself where is this why am I getting like a familiar vibe here then I thought about it the Dubai porter potty thing and then the crown jewel which is a WWE event that exclusively takes place in Dubai right or in Saudi Arabia what do they have going on in Saudi Arabia Okay? Like, yo, he's shitting on bitches. He's shitting on bitches. And I'm not saying, like, oh, the drip. Like, Vince don't got drip. Vince got slop. He's he There's no drip with Vince. It's slop. There's no drip. All slop. Just, ugh. You know? All slop. Appalling. Just disgusting. A real-life degenerate. I mean, like, This is why I'd say, like, money don't really make a man the way that a lot of men think money does. Like, how many times would I have to tell y'all, like, the whole Will Smith situation and, you know, how, you know, how Will Smith has all this money, but, like, yo, this guy's fucking miserable. You can tell. You can look at him. You can tell he's miserable, right? These people that got money, what does it mean? If you become... So focused on money that you're willing to do anything to obtain it and keep it. I don't know, man. A reminder, though, bullet points in this Stephanie McMahon and her separation from Vincent McMahon. I think, you know, and this is this is like this is the part that I've been waiting to talk about the affiliates, you know, The suspects, the people who are close to him, the people who've done business with him, the people that were closest to him, but without being personal to him, meaning it's the it's the equivalent of working at a job and being closest to your boss while not saying a word to your boss, not really caring about personal shit and kind of just doing what you got to do versus somebody who may have conversations with the boss, but isn't around the boss as much. So maybe something has slipped at events to other people, maybe wrestlers. Allegedly, I'm just saying maybe wrestlers, maybe not just one former UFC heavyweight champion, maybe somebody else, maybe transactions was taking place. Who knows? But it's always that one. They're like, yeah, you know, and I was listening to, like I said, Jim Cornette. You know, and Jim Cornette's a guilty pleasure pause, not because he's a liberal, because I I guess I can get over that. But the fact that he exempts himself and uses terms like, well, I never went to his birthday parties or anything like that. And it's kind of like, all right, I'll take that for now. You'll still be held account. Like there's to an extent, right? To an extent, Vince McMahon has been just the juggernaut for professional wrestling. Can we say like over half a decade? Can we say that? Because, Because technically it wouldn't even just be Vince. It would have been his father as well. So, like, they've been in control of – they they had a wrestling juggernaut for over 50 years, more than that. We're putting the legacy of both Vince and his father with WWE, with Vince McMahon, and then Vince Sr. with the WWWF. So, all these years – of like what people consult, people consider sports entertainment. It's pretty much ruined. And look, I'm I'm not I'm not one of those people that go, oh well, you know, it's about time that WWE, you know, no, I'm not really that type of person. I'm saying it's looking as if now. WWE excommunicates Vince McMahon, TKL excommunicates Vince McMahon, on a personal level, Triple H excommunicates Vince McMahon, which that was almost a shocker. That was almost a shocker because it's like, well, shit, because, you know, you had Royal Rumble. I didn't watch the Royal Rumble. Believe it or not, I used to. I would never watch, like, Raw or SmackDown because to me that's, like, bullshit because it's all commercials and all that. But every time there would be, like, a, a paid live event, I'll, I'll check out a little bit of what's going on, you know. And apparently a lot of people were into the previous Royal Rumble, and people are really talking about it, like, hey, man, this is – this is a great show. Like, you know, this happened. This happened. You know, people who weren't expected to win, win. You know, the premiere, uh, Jade Cardell, who's fucking bad as shit. That is just a, an amazing looking woman. All right. Jade Cardell, I think. um, An amazing looking woman. Just an amazing athletic, but not like too, not like steroidy athletic, but very athletic agile, strong, um, you know, performer. And a lot of other wrestlers came and, you know, uh, a TNA, not TNA, is it technically still TNA or impact wrestler or TNA wrestler come out? And it's like, you know, WWE is like, Whoa, you know, TNA wrestler. And you know, this shit always happens. Right. But it was a good night. And you know, they asked Triple H, like, hey, you know, you heard about, you know, father-in-law has these uh, allegations, not only about him, but about the company, WWE. What do you got to say about it? And, you know, Triple H, very professional. You know, I don't I don't think it's fake. I mean, I think he genuinely found out about everything the last fucking minute and rather than ru- ruin what he has set up and you and people have to realize like the product of things like NXT I mean that was Triple H's uh baby right there like he took care of that and he took care of a lot of wrestlers as much as people say that as a wrestler no he tried to bury everybody but as like a person outside of the ring and a person like involved in the business, he really looked out for a lot of people. Kevin Owens, for an example, like a lot of people he took his neck out for. Of course, Seth Rollins, Triple H, I forgot his real name. I wish I knew his real name, but Triple H is going to be the next Fixman man, but he's not hopefully he doesn't carry on the legacy of degeneracy but you know what i'm degenerate dx degeneration x that's funny anyway uh yeah yep crazy 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 i got some shit i still got to do at this job i'm about to get ready to wrap this up The point I was making, though, about um, like Triple H, is that many people are not going to connect Triple H to Vince McMahon. It doesn't matter what what people try to do. I don't think, I don't think Triple H is anything like Vince McMahon. I don't think Shane McMahon is anything like Vince McMahon. I don't think Stephanie McMahon, outside of the business, Stephanie McMahon. The only the only similarity to Vince is her way in business. You know, she's always been that figure, positive, for the most part. I never heard any, I mean, there's some, like, political negative shit about her, but that's, you know, who gives a shit, you know. But you don't hear anything too bad about Stephanie McMahon or Triple H, really. Um, So I think it's Triple H's time. You know, I really do. I think it's Triple H's time to run the company the way that he sees fit. Why not have a former wrestler without the ego of wanting to be the center of attention build a wrestling company? Not a guy who's kind of just been sitting back, shitting on bitches, participating in customized freak offs, elimination triple threats, three ways. Submissions only, you know, mouth, mouth gagged up, like bitch, like yo, niggas is weird, man. Niggas is weird, all right. Vinny Mac, Vinny, 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 Vinny Mac. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta remake that. Instead of Mini Man, it's gonna be called Vinny Mac, Vinny Mac, Vinny, 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 Vinny Mac. And I gotta come up with another line. But it's all, you know, the mini men. It's just gonna be a parody. Um, yeah, I'm a, I have to write that, you know. Vinny Mac, Vinny, 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 Vinny Mac took a shit on her and took a huge old dump. Let me stop. That's fucked up. All right, uh, Jersey Judah, wrapping this shit up. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel Vinnie Mac Files Volume 3. But for now, I'm signing out. Peace.